What's up? This is Ryan Stasek from Humphreys McGee. This podcast is part of the Osiris Podcast family. Osiris is a growing community of music and culture podcasts, connecting music fans with conversation, commentary, and of course, lots of music. Osiris works in partnership with Relics Magazine. Osiris. to episode four of Female Centrics, the first female-hosted fish community podcast. I am Donnie B here, and we have a great show lined up for you. Uh, today, I'm going to be introducing to you the man behind Market Price, uh, my husband, Jason. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm great. And he will be sitting in, um, in our interview with... An incredible woman named uh, Kelly D. Moore, who is the creator of the creator of the Be More Now film series or projects. Um, also, my girl Biggity Baker, aka Baker, aka Nicole, will be stopping by in to play uh, a round of Market Price and to also be in on the interview as well. Um, so first, I just want to mention my awesome podcast family, the Osiris podcast network i'm so lucky to be part of the part of this great group of people who are creating all sorts of different podcasts about music and culture and uh this past week uh, i really got into one of them it's called uh, the sound podcast uh, this is hosted by ira haberman hopefully i am pronouncing the last name correct um, but specifically, I thought this was a really neat podcast or uh, episode. It's episode 97, and it's called Jerry Garcia Before the Dead. So uh, what it is is that before Jerry's story of, you know, Grateful Dead that, you know, included the acid test and, you know, 710 Ashbury Street, he was playing bluegrass. And um, they interview... Dennis McNally, um, who is the Grateful Dead's biographer and publicist for the majority of their existence. And you're able to hear Jerry perform in 1962. Um, there's a few songs that start off and end and like that as well. So uh, this is just but one of the podcasts that are part of the Osiris uh, podcast family. So if you want to check that one out, so go to OsirisPod.com for more podcasts. So, with that, I'm going to introduce my husband, Jason. Hi, Jason. Hey. How are you? I'm uh, wonderful. How are you? Good. We've had a great day today. It's beautiful here in Maine or southern New Hampshire, where we are now. Started it off like 
most Sundays. Mm-hmm. Had some church go- music going. Mm-hmm. Made some breakfast. Mm-hmm. A great uh, 70, 12, December 7th, 1971. Grateful Dead this morning. That's how I started it. Dancing in the living room with our baby, or the kitchen with our baby. That's usually how it goes for church music. Then we branch off. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. usually always starts with the dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jason, tell me your fish story, because I don't oh know it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I might have something to do with this. I'll start with the very end, and that is right now, where I get to be on a... I'll start with the very end, which is right now, which means I get to be on a fish podcast, and I host a game show about fish tunes, which is really exciting. And I enjoy it. I gotta whip these ladies in line. Ugh, I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna keep practicing. Today, Baker and I challenge I, are are up against each other. I think I've lost everybody so far. Oh no, wait a minute. Did I beat Jill? No, that was old fish, new fish. I don't remember. All right, Christy beat me last time with Michael Price. So, but anyway, now the beginning of the fish story. Um, I'm not <clears throat> well. I was always aware of, like, Fish. I knew that they were a band. I could maybe pick out one or two of the songs when I was a wee little kid. I think it was, like, 11 when Hoist came out or something like that. Yeah, so I've mentioned before Jason is 10 years younger than I am. So when I was on tour, he was... Was I right with that, Hoist? Seventh grade, yeah. So my, my friend's mom used to play it all the time. We'd always have it on in the house or in the car. and I thought it was cool, but I really didn't care about music so you're a kid you're a baseball player but yeah didn't care and then you know coming up through high school and you start to get into it going to the shows going to concerts whatever um but i mean you're still just a kid in high school so and also this was i mean i graduated high school in 04 so we're kind of past the super duper glory days of the fish we're well into 2.0, and they're not the biggest deal in the world. Well, in past, obviously, the, when you would, at the time that I was doing tour, like age wise, were those heydays, mid 90s, when that's when they went on the hiatus for you. Right. Like, right when you were, the age you were in the middle of that tour was yeah. like 1996. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant by that, right? On. Yeah. So when I was that age, this was, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a focal point. I mean, they were still huge. They were blowing up, but it wasn't. You were starting a big to see Umphreeze and you went to your first festival and all that, right? Uh, I mean, it, music wasn't a huge priority for me coming up that age. I went off to college and then music really started to take hold. And then it was after I moved back from college where music was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, friends would play it from time to time. Thought it was cool. Didn't really, I mean, I'd never seen them. It's all, it's all well and good until you see them, really. Right, exactly. Once and you then, actually see the circus, then you were home already. all bets are off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were home already when I moved in. No, you were not home from college yet. And then I moved in next door. To my father. Yes, 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 yes. And then, uh, so we met, and they had just started coming back in 09, and then... 
Well, back it up a bit. Long story short. You're glossing over a few major <laughs> points. A few major points. Um. Uh, well, what really happened is I made friends with uh, this babe who lived next door to me with her husband and two kids. And we were all just friendly. We'd hang out, you know, come over, whatever. They're just the neighbors. Well, then, uh, lo and behold, Donnie, in 2010, like, she's heard enough about me not going to see the fish. So she buys me a ticket to go see it. And um, we'll rush through this. Maybe maybe this could be a whole other podcast if we talk about that. But uh, she takes me, and um, we're married now. And we have it was a that little simple baby. Too. <laughs> and I've been to, like, 50 fish shows, and I still never <laughs> bought a ticket. And uh, I get to carry all her shit to each show we go to. <laughs> Suitcases. I host a game show. They don't have wheels on them. (laughs) It's all good shit. And he's wicked tall, so he can see over everything. Yeah, that can be a point of contention sometimes. But But you did like um, when you first heard bouncing around the room. Yeah, because you were bouncing around the room in front of me. (laughs) That's a sight to behold. That was in Worcester, I believe. Whoever designed that bra deserves a fucking gold medal. <laughs> I think there was two of them on. So here we are. Here we are. We snuck, anyway, snuck a space bag of wine into that show and stashed it up in the corner. So anyone that did you duct walked, tape it to yourself? Yeah. Well, it was winter time, you see. So I hid it in my puffy vest, and no one thought anything about it. Well, give it a little smack on the way by. But That's that. until I met you, I didn't give. Really didn't give a shit about fish, but now, um, I mean. Well, your first show was incredible. We talked about that before, too. So 10-26-10, if you've not listened to it, is one of the best shows ever. And for Jason, who's never never went to a show before, they opened up with After Midnight. They ended up playing, what was it? No, there was a bunch of, it was a Bob Marley song. It was a bunch of covers to start it off. Oh, Sloth was in there, and Jason loves the heavier stuff. Like, I I never even appreciated Creeny or any of the harder stuff until I got with Jason, um, and he made me appreciate that. So just hook, line, and sinker. There wasn't much he could do. Either that run or join the circus, and yeah, you did. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It's, it was at that point I had two options. I could either dive in and join the circus or I could run as far and as fast as I possibly Boring. can. Boring. I'm glad you joined the circus. Yeah, well. And we have a wicked cute little baby named Cassidy. Oh, uh, yeah. She's cool. Yeah, she's mean. Just kidding. She's a sweetheart. She's mean? <laughs> she's going to be too. She can't be mean sometimes, but for the most part. But yeah, ever since, I mean, you know, they grow on you. Mm-hmm. They do. It's not too hard to do that. And I'm pretty excited because, as I spoke a little bit ago, that um, for the first time, my girl, Miss Biggity Baker, a.k.a. Baker, a.k.a. Nicole, has been able to stop by. Yay. Hi, Baker. How are you, honey? I'm great, D-Gen. Can I call you that here? Yeah, you can call me that here. Hey, (laughs) D-Gen. It's just my initials, right? Right. Exactly. That's the only reason why. That's all I mean. That's Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yes, so finally you came by. I'm so excited. You're so busy. She works all the time. I never see her. I do, and it's sort of fun, but this is way more fun. Yes, so, yay. Thanks for having me. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> so, um, Baker is coming in a little late to the to, to us uh, recording here, and we're going to be recording with Kelly, uh, and uh, we're going to be interviewing Kelly in just a moment, but we want to do the quick. What's your fish story? Well, my fish story is... I kind of run that all together, but whatever. Um, started out, my first show was It, and kind of just kind of got roped into it because I thought it was going to be like a camping trip, and then it turned into a festival camping trip for a few days of mud and fun. A few and thousand people. Yeah. In like, tears. What? Oh, no, that was in tears. No, that wasn't No, Coventry. that was Coventry. That yeah. was a few la- years later, yes, of course, of which course. was almost like the same group, too, which was kind of cool, but... Which was saved Coventry for me was that group, <laughs> but it was kind of amazing because it was it was just my first show, Adelaide's first show. Yes, That's nine months age. old. Yes, and I was I don't even know how old I was. I was just old. Yeah, just <laughs> I was not nine months. I went old. no. I was jumping on the bandwagon late. Jerry finally said, "Yeah, it's okay to go listen to Fish," and uh, so I did, and it was. 10 hours in line with a truck moving, what, 20 feet at a time? If we're lucky. And, yeah, that was. I mean, I think we just unloaded a cooler and trayers off my truck while we were waiting, and we picked up those and just moved them 20 feet. Right. (laughs) Every hour and a half, I think, was pretty much it. I've been at a Mexican border crossing that took less than 10 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is it, man. They're worth waiting for. Yeah, I think Coventry was was even worse than that, which is the craziest. We locked out at Coventry. Literally, we were in, I don't even think we had to wait for like six hours. Was it in Maine? Yeah, Limestone. Mm -hmm. Total, like almost to the border. Same place, right? It, Coventry, what else was there? Um, Coventry was in Vermont. It's the Air Force Base, right? Yeah, Loring Air Force Base. That's Where was it? Way up. It was there. at Loring. Yeah, okay, okay. That's why I Coventry thought. Coventry yeah, yeah. was at, in, on a farm in Vermont somewhere. Oh, so what were the two that were at Loring then? Sure? Was it Lemon Wheel? Yes, okay. Or the Went? One of oh, those were yeah. up there. I'm not sure which one. Those are the only two are besides. Things know. I went to all of them. You went to all of them? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. So mm-hmm. I did not. Mm. I would have liked to. Yeah. I revisit them. <laughs> because you can because right? it's amazing this curveball is going to be what 11 or 10 their 10th festival I don't remember I think we're up it has well, to well there be was there. Super Bowl 8 which was their 8th festival we could probably look it up no yeah. we can sit here or and listeners do can bro science right bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's way better <laughs> that is uh, I don't know what we'll call it? It's ten. double digits. Mm-hmm. Let's just go with that. I can't double wait. Digits. It's gonna be fun. I can't wait. All right, so we are going to take a break for a moment and be back with our interview with Kelly D. Morris. All right, and we are back with our interview 
with um, Kelly D. Morris, and I have to say, so she's the creator of Be More Now Films, and I first heard about her when um, Tom Marshall interviewed her on the under on Under the Scales, his podcast, and she had she really made an impact on me because she had this really magical experience with Tom um, that I'm going to let her share. And then, and then I went over and saw her her first um, video that she created with the more uh, with the song more. Um, And then recently again, she has um, created another one. Well, two since then, but one is rise and come together. And the other one is called focus off of another song as well. And so this past week I was doing my homework and reading all up on her. And I have to say how much uh, Kelly has influenced my week for just filling my heart with light and love. And I actually said earlier in the week that um, that she is light wrapped in love. And then today when I was looking at her website, I saw three different quotes from other people that said, you bring us peace of heart, mind, and spirit. The other one was, you are the light in the dark. And the other one is, you fill us up with life. So with that, it's a big introduction, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. And well, I wish I could be there in person. I'm happy to be talking with you. But uh, I look forward to meeting you face to face one day soon. Well, eventually, this is just going to make millions, and then I can just fly everybody in on my private jet. Woo! To to bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> um, so Kelly, with us today are is um uh, Nicole Baker. Hey, Kelly. And Hi, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing fantabulous. Thank you. It's a beautiful Good. day in the hood. How you doing? I'm good. Fantabulous is a great word. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm fa- fantabulous as well, I suppose. Rocket. <laughs> and my husband Jason is with us. Hey, how are you? Nice to meet Wonderful. you. Wonderful. Sort of. Nice. Sort of. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to jump right into this and uh, do the for you know have my first question that I ask everybody. So, what is your fish story? How'd you get into them? I have an older brother, my brother, Chris, and the uh, first time I heard fish, Classic. yeah, he picked me up, uh, gosh, this is going to date me, but I really don't even, I don't even mind because yeah, I'm proud of it. Right? Uh, I think it was like, God, it was, it was either 1990 or 19, it must have been 91. Um, he picked me up from the skate park. I used to go hang out and watch all the cute boys skate. Where was this? Oh, I know. They were all cute in 90. Yeah, there were no female skaters that I remember seeing in the park ever. But, um, yeah, my, my friends and I would go hang out at the skate park. and Where was this? Uh, this is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Hmm. It was a skate park called Eastern Vert, which was, you know, at the time, there weren't a lot of skate parks. And I think people would travel from all over to this big warehouse and, um, yeah, watch people skate. Anyway, my brother was a skater, too, but he would pick me up every once in a while from the skate park and... Uh, I think we were in a drive-thru of a McDonald's and he was playing, <clears throat> it was contact. He was playing nice. the song contact. And I just thought it was funny. I'd never, I'd never, 
you know, he was very excited about them. I think his first show was right around then. I'm pretty sure it was 91 for him. So yeah, it took me a couple years. I didn't get to see him until spring 93, but, um, I remember buying, um, what was it? Rift when Rift came out and yeah, spring 93 in Los Angeles, I was out on spring break and they played it. Um, Oh, I want to say it was called the palace. It's Wait not any. Was this in May of 93 by any chance? No, it was March. It was March, ah. like St. Patrick's Day. May of 93 is one of my favorite fish months. I think I've listened. Oh. I love the spring of 93. Don't shake your head, Jason. <laughs> Geeking out. But <laughs> I love the spring of 93. Was, they were on fire for sure. Oh, my gosh. And I just remember having so much fun. I don't remember as much. I wish I could go back and redo that show. Um, mm. And not to mention they played the next night, too. And I'm kicking myself for not going back the next night. <laughs> but uh yeah, I wish I could go back and see that experience because I know it changed my DNA. I mean, I know I remember being so yep. excited. I know that like, you know, I know I love the experience, but I didn't really even know what I was hearing. I, it was all kind of new and exciting and overwhelming. And in a theater that had, I think it was like 200 people in this theater. Wow. So um, you could walk right up front. There was nobody. I mean, I, I remember being up front and so close to them smiling. We were all, it was just, it was so chummy, you know, it was such a tiny little thing. Mm-hmm. Um so and I many- didn't go back again until New Year's. So the that that ninety three ninety four New Year's, which was huge. So and that was the that was the one out here, right? Yeah, it was Worcester. Uh, it was so that run, clamshell. Yes, mm-hmm. down to yeah, exactly. And it was a four night build up to it, and each night was in a different city. So that tour, if I'm not mistaken, I'm mm, pretty sure I'm nice. right on that. Yeah, it was tough. I remember going up to Maine in like a snowstorm and. <laughs> Uh, Welcome yeah, to was, our world. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Surprised it didn't snow today. Went to today. school in Boston. And yeah, y'all, y'all have it. I'm, in California, it's a whole different thing. I respect your ability to stick through the winters because they are so beautiful. But man, the snow is no joke. Beautiful is not the word I would use to describe them. <laughs> oh yes, no. I'm out planning it all the time. You know what it is? It's not until like April where, like, I think it was Monday or Tuesday of this Tuesday of this week that it was sleeting in the morning. And that was, and we were still outside for two hours in it, but it was just eh, not, you know, that's, come on, it's fucking April for Christ's sakes. When the daffs come up through the ground, it's time. Yes, yes. It's time. Yes. (laughs) They just get confused. Up here they have extra antifreeze built into the petals so they don't fall (laughs) off. Right? Uh, Yeah, crocuses did not die after that. And whatever those other little flowers are. They're built main tough. Mm. (laughs) Bub. (laughs) Um, well, so, so what, tell me, talk to me about your background that, um, uh, I guess professionally speaking or your film background that's, that led you to create this project. I read a little, I read, um, you have just, I think two entries if I'm right, one from 2010 and then one just recently on your blog on your website. Am I right with that? Two entries. Uh, what do you mean? Just blog, blog entries. It was one from 2010 when you first moved to LA. Oh, golly. Yeah, right? that, it's funny. I linked it up. I, I used to write a lot more. And then, you know, with Facebook and uh, Twitter, I think rather than writing in blogs, it kind of just became like daily posts and updates to other outlets, right? Like, so um, I think I linked my blog over to the website just because it was there. And I thought it was fun history that was kind of sitting somewhere on the interwebs that could be tied to the other stuff that I've done. But um, so as far as background 
and and my film work I, yeah I yeah and then you'll have to like explain like the details of it all like it's it, it's actually kind of cool because we've got um uh baker here who uh, you know she joined us last minute today jill was going to be with us today and and um but joe wasn't feeling too hot so we got baker which is exciting because she's never able to to get over here i was i, I was joking with her earlier she works too much well i joke with her all the time um and so she didn't get a chance to do her homework like i did which is good because i think it'll be she could maybe back me up a little bit because we need to remember a lot of people don't necessarily know what your projects are and what you're doing you know sure of course Mm -hmm. i watched the be more uh, one and that was amazing that gives you all the all the feels all the feels like amazing. I, I played it for one of my staff members the other day who doesn't even know fish. And by the time she got to the end of it, it was just tears pouring down her face. Pretty much. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, you do well, it. You do it. You got it down for sure. That's I mean, that, just the more projects and how all of that came about was, it was so organic and so natural. And so, um, I don't say easy, but it really was, um, well, I can digress. I could talk about that or I can talk about, like pre pre more go pre more pre more okay start and we'll come that. back to yeah 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 start with that pre more yeah I uh, so I knew from a very young age I wanted to work in um, kind of visual creation I was drawn to television I took TV classes in high school um, I was into journalism I was into photography and writing um, and kept kind of exploring all of that when it came time to go to college I knew I wanted to stick in that vein. Cause I, I don't know. I, it was just, it, it was, a, but creating was fun to me. I, I've never been a painter, um, or as artistic in that way, but I felt like this was my way of creation was through making films or videos. Um, so, so I was drawn in that way and I ended up going to Emerson college in Boston because you could get right in right away. And, you didn't have to take a lot of other courses. Math was never my thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> and so to find a school, you could start taking classes in your major immediately mm-hmm. and to not have a heavy emphasis on, you know, requirements for, for deep down dirty math. It just wasn't, it wasn't where my head wanted to be. So. No, it's Emerson. Emerson College also has that great radio station, if I'm correct. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah oh. All acapella and the Saturday mornings, I th- no, every morning that they had a... Emerson is well known for like yeah. performing arts. I think school, I used to listen to him all the time like in like '95. It was like all a cappella on Sundays. I want to say, and they'd their really format is blocks of, of so during the week it's W E R S in Boston, and I think you can stream it internationally. So yeah, it's worth listening to. I remember it was Jazz Oasis in the morning. Yes, or, yes, yes. That's what it was. Coffee House, then Jazz, then World Beats. So they have blocks of shows every day and blocks the same programming Monday through Friday, but they're separated into different genres of music. So, um, yeah, it was a beautiful soundtrack. I mean, coffee house, you know, you wake up and you want to start mellow, ease into some jazz from 11 to two world music in the afternoon as you're, you know, wrapping up work, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think and then, you just totally jogged my memory with that. Do you remember that too? The Jazz I am Oasis? Totally, I it's totally a, coming I back a little a, bit. I worked at an ice cream shop and I remember like having that on like every day. Right. That's how I started. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was good. I had a radio show there. I worked with another friend who, um, her name was Amy Williams, and she had a radio show in 93, 94 called The Psychedelic Crunch. I think it was <laughs> nice. Yeah, and that show that was sounds great. familiar. 
it was amazing. I mean, she had, I don't even, I don't know if she ever had fish on her around, but she had, I mean, just so many jam bands who would then come play at the paradise. And so I helped produce that show with her. And that was a great introduction to kind of, you know, uh, just all the little up and coming bands that then went, went on to have prolific careers in, in the jam scene. So mm-hmm. yeah, cheers to WERS and Boston. Yes, <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. Boston's such a great place for music to come out of anyway. So. Oh my gosh, yeah. So many good bands. Yeah, and such a good college town, such a walkable city. Oh yeah. I feel really lucky I got to see that from North Carolina. You know, it's a whole different way of looking at the world. And and close to Worcester for, you know, for all the most shows. wonderful shows. Yeah. Right. Epic shows at Worcester. <laughs> yeah. And even, I mean, going up to, going down to Rhode Island, going to New York. I mean, it's, I'm, I miss that proximity. And so we were probably at all the same shows then. 94, yeah. 95, 96, 97. Cause I, I was, yeah, that's what I went to. I went to college at Salem state. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, that's what I was doing too. Like the, the epic, um, what is it? 12 28 94 in providence yeah the, the david bowie and all that mm-hmm. do you know uh, well i shouldn't even I, I feel like this is a confession though i'm proud of my roots i <laughs> an internship in spring 94 at mtv in new york cool and and in that yeah it was good it was in their news and docs department that's which when they I still think- played music right that's right. <laughs> yeah. There was programming that was music related too. Lots Ooh. of really good rock specials and I remember um, that. What a concept. No. Yeah, right? And unplugged, remember all those oh, too? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Well, so at uh I was an intern at MTV shoot. Where was I going with that? Um oh my gosh, I just went blank because I got all excited thinking about oh MTV programming yeah. and Worcester and my internship. Darn it. Oh, wait a minute. And you had started to say, it's all right. You had started to say um, that. You're about to make a confession. A confession. Oh, yes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Good thank job, you. Jason. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, my confession is, and I'm psyched I got to do it. Dave Matthews Band, I'd heard about them. I'd never been able to see them. Mm-hmm. And they were playing at Irving Plaza. Um, God, it was like, it was right around the same time that the Grateful Dead was in town. This was my birthday week. The week I turned 21. Uh, I got to see Dave Matthews for the first time and the dead play at Nassau. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it was a good week. But I yeah. went up to the, um, to the what guy year? who was, this is 94, spring okay. 94. It was the same spring Kurt Cobain died. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a wild day to be an MTV. But um, hmm. so, so uh, went to the merch guy after seeing Dave Matthews for the first time. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I just thought your band was great. Or the, uh, Dave Matthews band, I really liked him. If I can ever help with any way, like I'd love to pass on merch. And this sweet man happened to be the tour manager who was filling in for the merch guy who was sick. Shut up. That's way cool. He, yeah. So he gave me some CDs and some posters that I passed. They would always... Uh, music people would give you two, right? Two of each thing. So you could keep one and then give one to whoever might be, who it might come in handy for at, you know, the label or at MTV in this case. Sure. So I passed it on to MTV and it was right about the same time. There were some floods in Richmond, Virginia, and there Dave Matthews was going to do a benefit for that flood. So MTV did a story on the floods and, uh, you know, it, that, I, I think I was, but he was very nice to to kind of not credit me for that, for passing that on. But it happened to be at the same time. And 
Anyway, so I got to be friends with the Dave Matthews Band back then. Cool. And I did choose them over Fish. But then... Uh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Well, she got in with so, the band. I so think basically that's... you got Dave Matthews on the radio is what you're telling me. Well, it was... So MTV did the story about Dave doing this benefit for the flooding um, that same spring, spring 94. Should we hold that against you or not? No. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, it's great. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> the disclaimer I can give is that the crowds, I feel like... like and and Fish and Dave Matthews had a good relationship. I mean, they, yeah. the touring, right? Like they did a tour together in um, that fall. That mm-hmm. I think a lot of people either got to know Fish or Dave Matthews through that tour. And then Trey and Dave went to Africa, right? To do I don't know if y'all have seen that. There was a special on VH1, but um, no, I missed that one. It's good. It's worth watching. My friend just turned me onto it too. Uh, yeah, Trey and Dave went and played. Um, oh. South Africa uh, or something, right? South Africa, yeah. And I yes. can't remember the name of the musicians, but it was a dream trip for both of them yep. to go learn this music too and study and play with. It oh, wasn't there is some great videos of that. Definitely, I have seen that before. Yeah, there was, they were giddy. It was fun to see yeah. them giddy. I love that word. <laughs> yeah. I love that word. So anyway, that's, that's my history with MTV. And a little bit, I, it was my fault too that, I was an intern in the sex in the nineties on the show, sex in the nineties, part four. And, um, someone at Electra had given me an advanced copy of hoist, given me two copies of hoist. Cool. And I passed one on to the producer or the editor who was working on editing sex in the nineties four, and somehow, and I hate that this happened. (laughs) (laughs) There was, um, there was a shot of girls in bikinis walking down the beach. Uh-huh. And, and when the show went to air, the opening of Down with Disease, the bump, bump, bum, 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 Oh, Dad. Oh, geez. <laughs> to these like ass swinging girls. Perfect. <laughs> that is awesome. That was, yeah. <laughs> Now it's out there. I confess. Yeah, where can we find this? I want to see this video. I do too. Yeah. Are you responsible for getting them on Beavis and Butthead? Yes, you know that. (laughs) There was a reference to it in the Donyak Schweiss too. Someone wrote in and said, "Am I crazy for seeing? Did did I see this?" (laughs) It was Trey who answered, and he said something like, "If you're getting your sex ed info from MTV, then yes, you're crazy." That is yeah. hilarious. But um, boom, kind of sounds like badonka donk. Badonk, badonk, badonka donk. Serious badonk donk going on. But anyway, I digress again. But MTV was fun. That was a cool. So I, I just knew I was drawn to TV and film and music specifically. Well, Anything right I could place, do right time, work. too, girl. You know, that like helps. it's like, yeah, you started off with some pretty, you know, big projects or big, you know, famous stuff to be part of early, you know. I was just lucky. My brother's rolling uh, with the right people at the right time. That helps for sure. Best friends was a producer at MTV and he, you know, it was just that I, I expressed interest in doing that. And, and she helped me line up an internship and I wasn't scared. You know, I just went after it because it was what something I thought would be fun. I was curious to go live in New York for a semester. And I think that's a lot of it. You just go after, if you see something you want to do, choose 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 that and not choose to be scared of that so i've kind of gone with that my whole life one of don's mottos is just go for it until someone tells you no yes and it seems to you know it seems to work and then evaluate that no and make sure they really really mean it (laughs) are you sure so i mean that seems like you know seems like you took that path as well Mm -hmm. i've heard that more recently is uh 
Oh, how is it? Uh, it's easier to ask forgiveness than ask and permission. permission. Oh, you know it. Absolutely yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I've lived my entire life by that motto. <laughs> and it hasn't been really that long. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 relax. Hey. <laughs> so um, let me ask, how did you decide to or figure out that you wanted to take fish songs and make these little videos for them? Is that yeah, something sure. you knew you always wanted to do? Yeah, I I well, I mean this over time, it's always been a dream to somehow work. I've always wanted to work with or for fish, um, because it's been my you know, in as an editor, which I should make that clear too. Um, I so I told you I had the internship at MTV. Watching people edit and seeing them put together these random pieces of footage and then making this cohesive story, um, resonated deeply with me. Right? It seemed so cool to be able to tell this story from these pieces I love music and I, it just um it worked it was something I wanted to do well and this is what you had spoken to me before about um that you put in that you wanted to edit bittersweet motel <clears throat> excuse me bittersweet motel yes yeah so editing became my thing and um and when god yeah I was I was working in an ad agency in spring 98 uh as an editor and I heard about Bittersweet Motel being made. And I actually sent my demo reel on a VHS tape to Fish. Awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> my like, business card stuck. I think I, I glued it to the demo reel. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> I do. Somewhere in my fish box. I have a, like a plastic box, a tub full of my fish memorabilia. Nice. And there's a postcard that I got back from Mike that was – it was really just so thoughtful. I was so impressed that he would even – Right back and have such nice communication. And it was a postcard, right? Like, how cool right? is that? Why isn't it in a box? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. It should be framed. <laughs> I know, right? I, I mean, that's so that. Well, in my moving, I have I have most of my stuff in storage right now because I don't really have. Um, I've had a house before, but but I sold it, and I'm just kind of I feel I've been traveling pain. a lot. So, well, and I have, vision- to, I have to say, Kelly uh, Baker is also a house sitter. So, uh, Kelly has a business that we'll talk about in a little bit. Not to cut you off. <laughs> yes, yes. So sorry. Keep going. <laughs> no, no problem. So it's you know, I, I, it'll be really lovely one of these days to get back and unpack this ten by ten foot storage space and like be around these things that I've collected. And the fish box is a sacred box to me because. I mean, those are the moments in a box. I I know where they are. I can find them. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's uh, the postcard is in there. But just they had written and said that they were already working with another editor. Um, I had actually called Todd Phillips, who was the director of Bittersweet Motel, and he'd already hired the <laughs> editor of Welcome to the Dollhouse. But oh, he does I, the Hangover. Is that what you said, Jason? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. He went on to and he's still doing a connections. Yeah, but that was, I mean, this was 98. I've never talked to him again or since. That was just a, I just, I just. It's just a matter of time, honey. Hold on. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. He'll probably be calling you. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Exactly. I just, so the fish dream had always been there. I'd always wanted to work with their music because it resonates so deeply. It radiates with my soul, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's for all of us. I think that's why we go see them over and over Whenever we can and whenever we can make it work. We're going to go see the same band three days in a row. What? <laughs> Preferably 10. Thank you. If right. not All more, 13. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank well, goodness for that. Only three? <laughs> no. Kelly, what's your, what's your favorite fish song? Oh, what's my favorite fish song? Oh, damn. Uh, I... 
Does it depend uh, on the give, moment? You can give me a top three if you have to. Okay, so, well, I, I it's interesting, too, because I have memories attached to each one. I'm such a sucker, and I, I, I will always be for um, the 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 beautiful jams. And I feel like the Baker's Dozen, pretty much everything went in the direction of music that I love. Yeah. When I listen back to those tapes, too, there were so like, all of the songs went into the jams that were were my favorite part of what used to just be like hood and slave and um squirming coil i love squirming coils oh God, yes. oh God. but just those those the the really interesting um i want to say eloquent uh and just so such thoughtful jams but i love how they're playing now so i feel like you know i wish i could say Oh, I'd like to say Lawn Boy and have it be the Lawn Boy from the Baker's Dozen, right? <laughs> because it all Lawn Boy reprise or just Lawn Boy. <laughs> Were you there well, for all thirteen nights? I was. Nice. I did every. Oh, show that's last right. Year. You did every show in two thousand seventeen. Oh my god! Right? I'm bowing down before you. Yeah, woman. I know. Seriously, I think probably like so. I've been I've been to uh, 111 shows, and you and I've probably been to like 90 of the same shows, Kelly. <laughs> like, yeah, that's awesome. Right? <laughs> Just not yeah. realizing it. It was last year, and it was because of the more projects. When that mm. happened. I just I, I I I was so lucky to feel so connected to so many people in such a a beautiful way, right? And I was I I got I was so excited to be seeing kind of where I fit in, and I I guess it was a, my first combination of my professional life and my passion, and and figuring out how to ride that, how to make that balance, right? And and for me that then became wanting to make the second, the follow-up to the more project was the uh, uh, focus. Everything's right. Right. I used the song, everything's right. And made a short film called focus yes. uh, that so I filmed fun. during the Baker's dozen. We filmed during the Baker's dozen. I, and Tom, I, after meeting Tom and, and sharing this enthusiasm and some songs and, and his kindness and generosity and allowing me to go play with these songs, um, yeah, I, I got so into doing it that, you know, tour just kind of made sense. I was driving across the country anyway. It started in Chicago and went east. Uh, and and so I just kind of hopped on. And um, you know, as far as tours go, if you think about it, because they were in the same place for all 13 nights, it was a pretty mellow tour in some ways, right? There was only three nights in Chicago. And Not too much traveling. Yeah. And... Uh, and I guess then that was yeah was in one of the most expensive cities in the country, but right. But we shared here nor there. Mm-hmm. because so the the guy who was the actor, oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's asking mm-hmm. in in focus. Um, he was my roommate, and then I we had two other roommates, Jamie Lee Meyer, who was also so Scott Schulenson and Jamie Lee Meyer, who is also a fan artist, and she's eating the donut on the train, and then later she's adorable. Yeah, she's awesome. And they all are. They're they're phenomenal mm-hmm. people and giving and, and kind. And for the first time in my adult life, I lived with three roommates for a month, um, which I haven't, you know, I haven't had roommates in a long time. And we it's saw an interesting much- situation. Yeah. While we were going to see fish, like every, every night or every night, it was spectacular in the West Village. And because we all shared a place and got a really good deal on a place mm-hmm. for the long term. It, we just that became our vacation and our work and and we made it work 
So I'm going to back you up a little bit so we can explain um, your motivation behind more. Like what what sparked, you know, what where did you draw the fire from in order to create that? And I just, it's, it's so perfectly timed. Um, but if you can back that up and, and talk about that part. Oh. Of course. All right. Yep. And so actually we're going to take a quick break and then we will get into it. No get into it. All right, we are back, and uh, Kelly was just about to tell us um, what her take on more was and what um, how you created that. Yeah, I think you had first said, uh, "Where the fire spark, or what, what was the spark for the yes, yes, where did, of that? where'd you draw that fire from?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I uh, okay, so um, let's jump back to the fall of 2016, and that was um, there had. Uh, but uh, it, I went to the Lockin Festival in August and came back from the uh, Lockin Festival because uh, um, my sister-in-law, a member of my family, had a, a pretty serious health um, kind of emergency, a crisis. And, and uh, that kind of was simultaneous with Dick's happening that fall. Um, to jump through that, it was, you know, when someone close to you uh nearly, nearly leaves the planet or the body as we know it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it definitely affected me and, and my gratitude for, um, for life and the time that we get to have while we're here. And, um, I had to jump pretty intensely into a job I needed to work. So that fall I took a job, um, here in LA on a TV show, as an assistant editor, which is a very different job than being an editor, right? Like it's, mm. if you think, um, the editor gets to do all the fun stuff in my mind, the, and the assistant editor is so crucial to the process, but has to do the heavy lifting and the organizing and getting everything ready for the editor. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, it's, it's intense. Well, so you are it, the super support system for that editor. Yeah. That's right. what the assistant editor is. And, a, a, a good, Pairing there, an editor and assistant editor. I mean, 
they they help each other get better, right? And and I did my best to do that in this very complicated TV show in its first season. And um, in to give you an example, in one month from I think it was like September 27th through October 26th, I worked 350 hours. Jeez. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's and and the only condition that I made in taking. That job as the assistant editor, they told me it was going to be a lot of work. They said, you're going to have to work insane hours and it's going to be complicated. And we've had all sorts of technical problems. You're going to have to work through all of that. I said, I will do it as long as you can guarantee that I can be gone from October. I think it was October 27th until (laughs) November 1st because my friend Robin had put in mail order and got four four night floor passes. so for the Vegas Halloween shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were baby. There, right? You yeah, were there, right? baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So I was so excited for that. I was like, I don't care. I will give up everything I've got to work my ass off so that I can get my hours, so that I can get insurance, blah, blah, blah. But then I can go to these shows. And they, they were so cool about it. They were like, yes, no problem at all. You go. That's great. Um, just what was work the ga- out. Go what was the gag right that now. year? Uh, well, it was when they did uh, David Bowie. David Bowie. Okay, the- okay. That's what I thought. Yes. So good. Um, so anyway, long story short, went to Vegas, had an incredible weekend on that Saturday night that I'd been, I'd heard big boat. I was excited to hear more off of big boat more than any other song. I think I just, when I listened to it, it really like that song radiated with me. It, it, I connected with it. I love the words. I was excited to hear it live. Um, and Petrichor too. I think I hadn't heard Petrichor before except in the orchestral version with Trey. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I was excited to hear that. Um, So anyway, yeah, they ended up doing that in Vegas on Saturday night. And um, on Monday, I so I had had to find an assistant to fill in for me while I was gone, right? They said I could go as long as there was someone who would work for me while I was gone. This is back to the Hollywood TV show. (laughs) And I, I... found through some the help of the two other assistants on the show they helped me find this replacement for me for the time and um to not much surprise to me on monday afternoon this is like 3 30 i'd been in line in the morning i'd gone back we were getting dressed and ready to go to the show and um i got a call saying that they were going to keep the assistant who was filling in for me <laughs> oh <laughs> so, okay, here i am in vegas Getting ready to go. I was dressing as a butterfly. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Yeah, I was so, um, uh, I just, I, the weirdest, it was the weirdest clarity, the most, the most crystal clarity I'd had in a long time. I just, I, I didn't care at all that I lost my job. It did not matter at all. I did not want to, it's not that I didn't want to go back. I just was like, all right, well, there's nothing I can do about this. I'm here in Vegas. I get to go to a fish show and I lost my job. But whatever. So move on. And now yeah. I'm a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I stuck into it, and I just you know it's all about transformation. It's all about like uh, figuring out the next step and and evolving as things evolve around you. And and keeping it drama free is really I I just didn't it, it it was fine. I just felt like I there was something else waiting for me, but I didn't know what it was. So, um, I, my friend Kaylee had driven to, uh, Vegas and offered me a, cause I had a flight going at 6am the next morning that I was not going to take cause I did not have to go back to work. Stay on so, tour. 
Yeah. So in Vegas on Tuesday, ended up staying for another night or two with my friend and we got to ride back. And I was telling her, like, since I had this time and energy and I was so high off the fish shows that I wanted to make a video project for that song. It just seemed like the right thing for me to go home and work on. So, um, also politically, that's when the election, it was like days from the election happening. It was, um, November 1st, 2nd, 3rd, right? I think the election is the 5th. So very soon after as I was working on this project, we had a new, uh, someone in who was coming into office and, uh, with all the way I was hearing more and the, 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 just the reflection of the times and, and, and the visions that came to me were very much reflections of what we were seeing around us and figuring out what else, um, what, what, why else are we here? What's the meaning of, of, of existing, I guess, if you take it down to that. Mm. And, um, the answer that kept coming to me was more love, right? Yep. Uh, there's, uh, vibrating with love and light. If we're fill, full of this energy and this, um, connectivity, I suppose, as a, as a race, um, what is it that can get us through the hard times? So I wrote on Facebook, asked friends and posted in a couple groups for people to send in images of what love looked like to them. So the images that you see were what people submitted for that purpose. And, um, and the video just kind of, you know, after working on it for a couple weeks and going back and forth to it, it just kind of revealed itself. And, um, and I, I definitely didn't realize how hungry we would all, and I say we, cause it, I think I needed it too. How, how, how much of an impact it would have when we were going through a dark time collectively, you know? Right. Well, and and, I love, I love how it starts out with what's so obviously wrong with our world. All so many different parts to it, the Orlando shooting and the, um, the water cannons with, um, with the native Americans there with the Buffalo and whatnot. And then uh, coming around to, what's right in the world. So all this goodness and then, but how you wrapped in the love from the fish community um, at the end. Uh, That's what I really, I I love it. it, The whole story of what you put together there was very comprehensive. Thank you. Yeah. I liked that. It it just kind of, it revealed itself. I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. I just, it just happened. It was just, I felt like I was, I hear them talk about this when they're playing music, that it's just kind of coming through. Right. And like there were blips of news that were happening and, and flooding and, um, and, and the water cannons, like you said, the water protectors and all of that was unraveling and unfolding on my computer screen as I was editing. So I would take those images and just put them right back on screen. So thank you. To see the horror and then to hear that music tie in together is an amazing thing because the way you set it and then put the music to it, the images is just, it just, I mean, I don't have any other explanation of it just gives you all the feels. It really does. (laughs) Cause I just get the ooglies up and down Mm -hmm. all over. The dark doesn't exist without the light. Yep. The balance. Well, and I think for, for us with um, Jason and I, uh, which for the more for more and petrichor which you for, which you also mentioned i don't know if i really heard more or paid attention anyway until 
we were at the New Year's Eve 2016 shows and my whole thing, we have this amazing story, which I, is part of the reason why we have, I have Jason on with us today. Cause this is, we know if we're talking about tourist stories, this is the one that, that he's like, I'm telling the story, which I, I'll chime in as well. But so, so, <laughs> so we have this amazing, it was a New Year's Eve miracle and more was definitely tied in with that, um, running into that finishing out again the 2016 year and Trump being you know just elected and the darkness that was going on but I'm gonna let Jason tell that story now yeah oh right now yeah right now go for it because it's awesome because it's an awesome okay. story it might so, be like the greatest fish story I was born December 11th 1985 <laughs> uh, no just kidding so we were uh all right we'll start from the top so we were trying to we had a little nest egg uh, saved aside, and our whole plan was to buy some tickets for the New Year's run that year. We had our little, you know, set of money set aside, and we knew when tickets were going on sale, so we hopped on right at noon, and at 12.02, we were shot out. Like everybody else. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. And so we are bumming about that, like, you know, what, what do we got to do? We tried calling, we tried getting online, nothing, no deal, nothing at all. So we're just upset about that. But now we have all this money set aside that we were going to spend on New Year's tickets. Well, and Jason goes back to work. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in front of my computer like, we have all this money, fuck it, So yeah, Yeah, we get the email down. He goes, ah, how about we just step up some New Year's tickets? Oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. No, we're doing it. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I just did it. <laughs> so don't. I'm going to ask, but I'm going to totally ignore the answer. Yeah, right. Exactly, <laughs> because that's what I do. But the nest egg's four, right? Bad decisions. Yeah. But we're supposed no, to get like decision. four pairs of tickets. Instead, now we're getting one pair of tickets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the same amount of money. Yeah. yeah. I think they were like two eighty-eight each, which isn't too bad for New Year's tickets. If you're and they're on sale for eighty dollars. I know. Are you kidding me? Oh, these fish kids. You rationalize these these fucking prices are ridiculous. Okay, sorry, go ahead. My kids don't get Christmas presents this year, but that's fine. They did fine. My grandparents are for it. But anyway, so Donnie decides, you know what, screw it. We're just going to go ahead. We're we're buying the pair. New Year's Eve, we're going to, you know, go all in New Year's. Just for that night. Mm -hmm. So we do it. Orders them on StubHub, you know, they come in the mail a couple weeks later, no big deal. Donnie takes them, they show up in the envelope, we put them up in the top drawer of her dresser, you know, we're going to keep them safe. There they are. That's the safe spot right there. (laughs) Not anymore. With the undies. But. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) So we don't think anything of it, you know, we got the tickets, we're ready to go. The night before New Year's Eve, so this is the 29th. That would be the 30th, baby. Right? Yeah. And mind Correct. you, they waited until the 30th. Yeah. Okay. Pass. That's well, pretty yeah. key right there. Yeah. Irregardless. Irregardless. So we're packing up. We're leaving 6 a.m. on a bus to take us down to Boston to get on another bus. Oh, no, no, no. The bus is right out of Portsmouth. No, we are going to meet Baker. Yeah, yeah. We're hopping on a bus to go get ready for a six-hour bus ride to New York City. Great. It's the night before. We're all packed up. Hey, Donnie, you got the tickets? She's like, 
Oh yeah, yeah. They're up in uh, up in the top drawer. Okay. So I go up, open the top drawer. There's no tickets. Don, there's no tickets up here. She's like, well, "What do you mean? What do you exactly what I said? There's no tickets up here." So now panic starts to set. Yeah, I start to think of like, did I put hide him somewhere when I was like half in the bag one night or something? You know, like, like what the hell? I'm like looking everywhere for them, and we just tore the place apart. So can't find anything. Rip the house apart. We're all packed up, but we can't find our tickets. And this is for the New Year's Eve show. So like, what well, what are you gonna do? So Don gets on the horn with uh, StubHub. Starts talking to them, tells them the situation. Like, oh, you know, we lost these tickets. They're like, okay, this is what we got to do. And because it's StubHub, they buy them from a third party. And there's a whole whole process because we were picking or because we already had them. So they had to go through the system and they start telling us that they're going to cancel those tickets and that they're going to get the seller to leave us another pair at the box office and blah, 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 blah. So Don's been on the phone for like an hour, hour and a half. I'm on hold at this point. We're freaking out. And then I had a revelation. I thought I had the stroke of genius, but we can go with you. <laughs> uh, that maybe they fell down behind the drawers in the dresser. So I go up and I pull out all of the drawers in our dresser. And in the very bottom drawer behind that was the envelope. <laughs> With the tickets in it. So I immediately grabbed them. Ooh, that's a shocker. <laughs> I know. Hey, it was, this was pandemonium. Yeah. This was not good. Because I fold and put away all my clothes wicked neatly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. So. I'll be over here. Yeah. Okay. That's, that doesn't matter. So I run downstairs while Donnie's on hold. Like, Donnie. I got the tickets right here. Don't you got to stop what you're doing? Donnie, being all excited, just hangs up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong move. Wrong. No. Then yes. Then I'm like, oh shit! I just I gotta call them back. So I call them back right away, and they're like, oh no no no, because I obviously get a different operator. They're like, no no no, it didn't go through. You're fine. Don't worry about it. I'm like great. Um, got our tickets. We're good awesome. to go. Good all to go. systems go. We're on the 6 a.m. bus. Mm -hmm. right yeah. <laughs> so we get up the next morning, New Year's Eve. We're going to New York. We're all excited. We get on the bus. We, uh, <clears throat> we, we might have had some cocktails on the way to New York City. Maybe. Mm. You know, it's New Year's Eve. We're all excited. We're going to see the fish at the garden. The fish. Perfect. <laughs> we go and we meet up with Baker over here. She had She was there for the whole run yeah yeah she that had was me. awesome place to stay yeah yeah <laughs> and which we totally like crash uh, that shiz nitty <laughs> oh, yeah. i slept on one of those fold-out beds from the wall like you see in dude the, murphy in the units who has an apartment with a murphy unit i do mm -hmm. Good connection yeah, I'm six foot eight, so it was a little uh, questionable <laughs> sleeping in a Murphy unit, but we made do. Whatever. So we get there early. We're going around. We're all excited. We want to get to the show early. No problem. Establish our spot because, I mean, we were up in the nosebleed, so, and nobody had the same tickets together, so we're like, we're going to get there early like, and find our little 
spot, you know, the way everybody does pretty much, unless you have really, yeah. really good tickets. So <laughs> we were some of the first people in line, mm-hmm. and we get up in line, we go through security, we're getting ready to go in, and I hand him my ticket, and the thing buzzes red, like, Argh. like, uh. no. What? They're like, uh, you need to go to ticket window one. And they're like, your, your barcode won't scan. I'm like, that gets coming up. What? Yeah. They're like, oh, you need to go to the ticket window. Uh, so, yeah. Don and I turn around, we go back through the entire line of everyone waiting, and we're, oh boy. Go to window what number one. So we go to window number one. Wearing the cone of shame. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh no, no. We hand no. this window number one man the tickets, you know, our tickets, and they scan them. And he comes back and says that these barcodes were canceled because they were reported lost. That was you who canceled them. Yes. Or you reported them lost. Yes. <laughs> it did end up going through. So we're uh-huh. sitting out in front of Madison Square Garden, New Year's Eve, all dressed, ready to go. And we do not have tickets there. Like, I get on the phone with StubHub at this point and I'm trying to talk to them and they're just like, nope, there's nothing we can do. Like tough shit. They were even saying that we weren't going to get a refund. I'm on hold. And meanwhile, Jason's back at the window number one. So yeah, Don's on the phone with StubHub trying to straighten this out. Do anything mm-hmm. at this point. Do anything. And I just go back up to the guy and I'm like, look, these are our tickets. Like, is there anything you can do? And the guy's like, well, you should have got tickets from us. No like, shit, dude. <laughs> okay, great. That's, Duh. that's awesome. And then, so I'm like, well, I mean, they're telling us that the tickets are canceled. We have them right here. Like, is there anything we can do? And the guy goes, well, you should have bought them from us. Uh. I'm like, well, okay, awesome. And then Don's like, you know, you can see on her face that it's not going so well. Yeah, this is when about to get shut out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, so you mean to tell me, like, we're on, we got a babysitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm like crying to him. Like, (laughs) it's New Year's Eve. (laughs) It came from Maine. I'm like, there's nothing you can do for us. And the guy looks at me straight faced and he goes, You should have bought them from us. And I go, Well, do you have any tickets? And the guy goes, matter of fact, two just came across my desk. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes and prints them up. So, yeah, well, because Jason's like, Donnie, Donnie, like, you know, we can get... Um, we can buy some from value. him. I'm like, fuck it, do it. I hang up with, you know, I'm like, I don't care. Just put it on, you know. I'll deal with StubHub. I don't know. Okay, strap yourself in for yes. the next statement, okay? <laughs> yes. Strap yourself in. So we buy these two tickets, 80 bucks a piece, face value from the window number one man. And we're kind of like relieved, like annoyed. We go through the whole thing. He gives us the tickets. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we start going to the gate. And we're walking up to the line to get back in. And we look at the tickets and they're like, section 109? Mm-hmm. Row one? What? Seats? Yes. Three and four? Yeah. We're like, Donnie's like, oh, I think these are better tickets. <laughs> this might be the family section. Well, well, at that point, with no freaking clue, we're just like, uh. So we get in there. We get in the place, and we're like, oh, this looks awesome. This looks awesome. We go find an usher, and the usher brings us down. We're at the stage on Mike's side. Right. The very first row. Guess what picture the- I get? 
Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously we couldn't find those guys afterwards. All of a sudden we're just like, so we're walking down and we sit down and I look over like six seats next to me. There's Fishman's dad. And I look down in front of me and I see fucking Paige's kids running around. And then I see like the little, little run, you know, Fishman, like mini Fishman running around. He's just this little teeny, you know, what, what, three, four years old. Looks just like Fishman. And we're sitting there just like, holy shit. We didn't have tickets. And then Madison Square Garden hands us front row family section tickets for New Year's Eve. Like, I'm never getting tickets for Madison Square Garden again. Yeah. I'm just going to go there <laughs> go right and the show window, up and right? go, hey, do you got any tickets left? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm so glad it worked for you guys. <laughs> right? It was amazing. Right? Well, so, so, you know, so the show started. I mean, we're just, you know, oh my goodness, you know, so crazy, right? So show starts and they're, you know, coming along. And once again, so it's like, for me, and, you know, we were with the family and like, I know the faces well enough that I could kind of see. I'm like, oh, there's Trey's wife and oh, there's so-and-so and there's so-and-so. And and it just felt like it was just so warm and loving and, and obviously very family oriented. And we were just part of this amazing like, miracle, like I said. And then they played more, which I didn't really... It didn't get it beforehand, and and obviously that night I did. So we're sitting there, and so more starts to kind of, you know, it was like midway, whatever. And all of a sudden, I see a woman kind of walking towards me, and she's got you know a little, you know, she's holding a kid, and then there's like a teenager, and literally sits down next to me, knee to knee, is Briar Fishman with Fishman's seven year old and the teenager. So she sits down next to me. So I'm like, one side, I'm like, oh my goodness. And so I turn to Jason. I tell him, I'm like, Fishman's wife is right next to me. Like, holy shit. And then like, you know, trying to play it all cool on the left of me, you know? And uh, so I kind of, you know, calmed down a bit and I just sort of leaned in. I was like, thanks for sharing them with me. And, you know, she just sort of laughed or whatever. And she leans over to me and it was just as Petrocor was about to start. And she goes, I think this is my favorite New Year's out of all of them so far. And I'm like, oh, goodness. And she's like, well, maybe the meat stick. Maybe the meat stick. She's like, no, no. She's like, I think this is my favorite one. And then they proceeded to make it rain. Oh, my God. That was so right. amazing. Inside the garden. Inside the garden. And then so they made it rain cats dogs, too. <laughs> 7,000 cats. We were covered in them. They were like... <laughs> I have two favorite, but once we were in there and, you know, enjoying New Year's Eve, I have two favorite parts from being right there. One was, like, you could look out on the crowd and, like, kind of see what they see. So you could see the whole sea. See what the band can see. Yeah. Yeah, see what the band can see. That is so awesome. And it was powerful. Like, it was a crazy experience. And then the, the my second favorite part of this story was uh after they dropped all the balloons and everyone's like partying after they did the countdown everyone's having fun well there was people like on the ground under us by the stage right. and i'm <laughs> looking around you know just got a big old smile on my face and looking around and some guy was staring at me who was down on the ground and when i made eye contact with him he looked at me and was holding one of those giant balloons he held it up and hit it right at me, and it <laughs> bounced off my head. So he was waiting for me to look at him. He looked at me and fired the thing right off my head, nice. and then just kept dancing around, having New Year's right. 
party. Yeah, I tried walking out with what at least seven of those cats and dogs, and like as I was going, like slowly, one like these like bunch of kids, they were like, "Hey, can you spare us? Can you spare a dog? (laughs) Can you spare a dog? There's seven thousand of them right back there, like walking around. I just kept laughing about they're probably floating all over the freaking streets in New Year's Eve. Like, where the hell are these dogs and cats coming from? You know, it's just raining cats and dogs. You want to know what the best that part is? That was such an incredible night. That was, was such a beautiful New Year's. It was mm-hmm. lovely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just to cap it all off, I got to tell you this. Donnie gets on the horn with StubHub. We oh, were yeah, yeah. fully in burst mm-hmm. for our previous order for the whole nice. tickets. And they gave us a $70 voucher. Voucher, yeah. That's <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, we made money on our own dresser screw up right it was right. a new year's day miracle <laughs> new year's day miracle right yeah so we had to tie that into this <laughs> you know with that um there's balance and justice in the world that's good right right <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um so you know at, at the end of more a big piece of what's gotten me through this week and and that i just feel like i just feel light now talking to you and being part of this but the whole there is no darkness uh so dense so menacing or so difficult that it cannot be overcome by light i think that's something that's really important for us to all carry it's so easy to get wrapped up in bullshit or other people's darkness or what they their thoughts of the world are but if we on our own selves are full of light and we're full of love which i totally am i i'm not gonna i can't i'm not gonna let that you don't let it penetrate yeah yeah don't let it penetrate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so i do want to ask you i know we've been talking for uh quite some time now but i but i do need to you have to tell us about your under the skills uh experience because that's where i first found you and i was like freaking out for you (laughs) (laughs) and then it gets even better knowing the background of it so go ahead oh it was just um Okay, uh, uh, so when I first was working on the Moore Project, I wanted to be sure that I credited it appropriately. So I had written to Tom back. Um, I've never met Tom. Would have been too intimidated to ever think that I could have had a conversation with Tom, right? Mm-hmm. But like I could send an email, and I sent an email. This is before I found out for sure that Trey was the only songwriter for more. And I just said, I just want to make sure I'm doing this right. I just want to make sure this. And this is when Tom had opened up under the scales and said he was going to have guests on. He was even asking for people to say if they were interested in being on it. This is last um, October, November. That's how I got connected. It was in November. So that's how I got connected. And then he got back to me in April. And that was about the book that I was going to be doing. But yeah, so super open to it. But was what, four or five months later? Did you yeah. hear back from him right away or was it a few months later? So no, no, no. I, and I had just written to ask about um, if it was if he also wrote more with Trey. Mm-hmm. And I never heard back from him. So in my mind, like I, my brain went a little into overdrive. And I was like, maybe Tom's mad that he that I didn't credit him. Maybe he did write, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever. There was nothing. But I didn't have I, – I never – I wasn't asking to be on the show. Like I, I wouldn't have ever even thought that I – could or would or should be on the show, right? Mm-hmm. On his show, on the podcast. So anyway, um, let's see. Come uh, April, I heard Trey, there was a live stream from, I want to say it was Wani or, or some festival. When Trey opened up, when he introduced the song, Everything's Right, he said, Tom and I just wrote this together. 
and hearing everything right like that song had the same effect on me that um that more did I just really wanted to do a project for it I loved it I right away thought it was like a mantra everything's right just hold tight Mm -hmm. and um so I just wrote another note out to Tom and I said I just want to tell you I just heard Trey play the song and I think it's great and I love the direction you guys are going I I respect it and um Tom wrote me back and he said did you get my email and I was like, oh, oh no. I, yeah, I had no idea what he was talking about, but I couldn't believe that Tom had already written me anything. Like, yes, right. So- I'm going to say no. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else Same to say. Same thing with me. I'm like, oh. Uh. No. So this email that he forwarded me this email that had somehow gotten back into his under the scales box. Like somehow he sent it to himself. But they <laughs> that dated April 6th. So it was like two weeks before mm-hmm. I wrote him that said, uh, I would like you to be a guest on, or we'd let, let's, let's talk. I, 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 we've written a couple songs that were, and he did say we, which also freaked me out. Ooh, I know, <laughs> yeah. right? That we'd be, uh, that, it, that I don't know if he said that we, if we'd like you to do a project for, if, I, I, I have it. I would love to read the email again. I should have read it before I did this <laughs> chat with you. But anyway, so that then opened up a conversation and then we started writing back and forth. And because I lived in Oregon, or I was in, I was between LA and Oregon, because I was on the West Coast, I didn't want to do the podcast by Skype. Like I wanted, if this was a chance to hang out and talk to Tom Marshall, like, gosh, damn, of course, like, I want to go to New Jersey and hang out and meet this man and like share some time with him. And um, so I flew back. And he picks me up at the train station. He had invited me to spend the night at his family's house. And so you stayed at his um, mom's house, right? No, well, so that's where we recorded the podcast. Okay, but I stayed at his house. It was him and his wife and uh, their daughter, uh, Lily and Anna and and Tom, and they were just so kind and welcoming and friendly. And when Tom picked me up, he was excited to kind of give me the tour. I guess for the other people who had been doing the podcast too, there in person, um, it's kind of showed me around Princeton and some of the spots that he and Trey would go write or explore. And then we ended up at the rhombus, which was awesome because like just sitting outside at that space felt so comfortable. It felt so like, it was just so special to be sitting there at this rhombus with Tom. And we were kind of like looking at it. This <laughs> Surreal, cool, I would imagine. Like, Sun warmed rhombus. And, yeah. uh, can I all and- just say, can I just say that we right here are all smiling so oh, hard. Yeah. <laughs> like our Super grins giddy. are so big <laughs> listening to your story that it's amazing. Well, they wait, you haven't even heard the magic part yet. Like now it's bad, it but there's even more magic. Go ahead. Good. Crazy. So we were just, I mean, just chilling. We were straight up just chilling at the rope. <laughs> <laughs> And like I, I said, I, mean, I felt like such a hippie. I was so like West Coast, but I've been really trying to just get outside and sit outside more often, just connect with nature. And oh, good um, for you. And good for we you. We were, you know, there was lots to be talking about. And all of a sudden, like, okay, so the rhombus was at our backs, and there's an enormous tree that arched over uh, to our left. And um, I, I just want to say it's like a big oak. It was like a, a huge, huge tree, and. All of a sudden, we started hearing this bird. This bird was like, and it was a loud bird. And the bird, the the part that I remember too was the vibrations on the rhombus from all the sounds. And I felt like I could hear 
the vibrations from the bird chirps in the rhombus on our backs. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I have a picture of Tom pointing up to it. We were listening and the, the whistle kept changing and he said, it's a mockingbird. And the mockingbird came down and was hanging out, like loudly participating in a conversation. Right. At the rhombus right then. And there. So, yeah. And we just, we just kind of, I, I think we both started crying. <laughs> uh, which yeah. was, it was just, it what was just the rough. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Just hanging out with Tom at the rhombus and the mockingbird comes by. It's cool. <laughs> it was really cool. And then when they played mockingbird at Baker's dozen, like I was, I was just like, I stood there. I just couldn't even dance. I was just watching like, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was a whole different, it was a whole different, and it all is. I feel like the most beautiful thing about fish and, and this community and how we're all, I feel like the, the circles are getting bigger and smaller, right? Like mm-hmm. we, exactly, exactly. It's awesome through, through the groups and through Facebook and then through, um, water wheel and through, um, I mean, there's so many different groups that are with such sp- specific interests, fish ink and, um, fish chicks and, uh, I don't know all the, all the tour fish groups, everything, yeah. fish, everything. <laughs> and we're so, all of us are so passionate about this thing. I think because of the feeling and the beauty that we get to experience collectively and it does light up our batteries. It does energize us. And we take that out into the world until we get to come back and be together and celebrate again. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just so grateful for all of it and for Tom and, and for Trey and for the band and for y'all. And I mean, we're, we're so lucky to be a part of this it moment. It is a in time. good time for we sure. We are killing it yeah, right yeah. here. We are <laughs> killing it. I feel like the ponds might be getting more narrow. But at the same time, they're getting deeper. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense. Well, and that's that's what, like, when Tom asked me to do the podcast and be part of Osiris, you know, I I, I had no idea what I was doing. And, but, sure. Okay. Sure. Let's do this. And then, you know, as I'm going more into this and more into this, there are so many of us that are doing these amazing, intimate projects supporting the band. Um there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about for sure. Um, Kelly, I, I have one question for you. Uh, do you have any plans on making any videos for any of the older songs? And I say that with specifically with one uh, I would like to see, and that would be Split Open and Melt. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you see for that? What is your, do you have a vision in mind? Uh, something like splitting and melting. those songs are so visual and i appreciate it so much i appreciate that there's and and the um symbolism right like everywhere i go Mm -hmm. i every time i hear a lyric or it's hard for me not to see what it would look like um i would love to keep interpreting their music um i'm trying i'm i am spreading my wings and trying to work on on projects besides just fish projects because i um yeah i just well, think it's I, important I, to, to keep growing with it too you know but yeah i just brought uh, up the actual the page my next thing I was going to ask you is about the ubu the wingsuit series I, um because i think that that was something that for me last week and i think for you when we were speaking that we both really connected on because of the work i'm doing with the you know my nature based preschool and then you were talking about that, how you've had midwife and uh, a Herkimer diamond miner and a meditation teacher. And so you're working on these. Um, if you want to talk about that, 
UBU wingsuit series and then maybe plug any sort of your um, of your funding as well, the GoFundMe okay. sites and whatnot. Yeah, okay. Um, well, let's see. So, so one of the projects I started thinking about last year, which I still am playing with, I just haven't, I have so many things I want to be doing that I think I've had, well, not just I think, I've had the hardest time focusing, which is ironic. I think that supports the name of the, the film that we did, The Baker's Dozen, because sure. focus sure. is, you know, wherever we shine our energy is what then becomes the thing, right? So um, there, I, I still want to do a project for Leaves, um, which is a, a song that Tom shared with me last year during the podcast. And Yes. Um, uh, okay, so UBU, the Wingsuit series, the idea behind that is just little short um, documentary pieces. I think each one like a minute or less, uh, very easy for anyone to sit down and watch featuring members of our community and beyond of people who are being their authentic self, just, just doing what they do, whatever that is and sharing nuggets of their truths with the viewers. Right. So like whatever it is that makes them, um, that fills them up and energizes their batteries or like fills them with light. What is that? And, and, um, the projects that they're working on, cause so many of us are doing really incredible things that don't necessarily get the attention that they, I think they deserve. Mm -hmm. So if this platform would then shine a light on them and then inspire someone else, um, to either do their own thing or to help them with the project that they were inspired by, I don't know. I just see it as this, um, circle kind of building a lot of energy and support, for each other and awareness of all the good things that are happening because it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to focus on the dark, but yes. really, the, you know, there's so much light that it just kind of takes a shift in perspective. So, um, because this work and these videos have given me so much and I really like contributing this to art scene. Um, and I think other people are doing it too. I'm not alone in these projects. You know, there's, there are animation projects that are awesome. The, Dr. Mike, um, I don't know if you've seen the, the Mike's office. There's, it's not necessarily Dr. Mike. Mm -mm. Um, well, and I wish I had all my information, right? It's no, but we can actually see you smiling as you're talking about it right now. So I want to, I want to watch that. <laughs> okay, good. You can't really see me, right? The camera's no. off. No, no, we can't see you, but I can hear yeah, you yeah, smiling right? as you you're talking. Well, yes. there's, yeah, there's so many, I mean, there's, it's a wealth of inspiration that we've all felt for as long as we've been seeing this band play. And I think that's something that, you know, the impact of fish is going to be felt forever, you mm -hmm. know, and, and it's going to take us out in whatever we do. And we'll always be able to, as long as they're here, we'll be coming back to this place. And do you and want sharing. people yeah, to I'm reach a, out to you if they've got something that they'd like to share with you that you may be interested in? Is there, do you have uh, you know, an email yeah. or is there a certain sure. way along those lines? I think the easiest way is to, um, to, I love emails. I'm a big fan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel very old fashioned in that, but um, so so be more now is there's a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Um, and we receive messages that way. There's also a website, which is for both be more now films and be more now, the more project dot and org. that lists our projects that are up and coming. So yes, that's be more now.org or be more now films.com. Mm -hmm. um, my personal website is Kelly D Um, uh, we're also Instagram and Facebook for Be More Now Films, Be More Now. And I want to give a shout out to Larry and Linda, who, um, who, because uh, uh, 
there's just too much as I, as I say, all these projects to develop and all these ideas, I can't do it all. And, um, they're helping with be more now and the finding the voice of be more now on the Facebook group. And, um, that just continues to be kind of daily inspirational or weekly inspirational messages to kind of keep, um, vibrations higher. You know, if we can all keep vibrating at higher levels or if we go down, whatever can bring us back up. That's uh, it's as simple as a smile. It can be as complicated as as you want it to be. But um, yeah, so uh, well, I mean, because you had a big uh, the GoFundMe that really yeah. helped propel this. And I remember reading in one of our groups. I think it's the secret group. Um, it's like the group that's not supposed to be talked about. If I'm right, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that Joey Wall was somebody that really helped you out a lot. If I'm correct on that yeah. one, there was a lot of like support behind that group and like you know people putting money towards that and is there a way that for lack of a for lack of a I don't know better quote but that people can give you more money so you can keep doing more cool things if anyone wants to support my work um I would be fantastically grateful um it's my work and that of the more project of be more now and be more now films because we're all volunteer uh if you go to be more now films.com uh you can click on a tab that says donate and that will take you to our donation donations page. Um, I have fiscal sponsorship through Fractured Atlas, which is a nonprofit in New York, and they support independent filmmakers and artists. It's legit. I do annual reports for them and keep my projects updated. So it's a real working partnership. Every penny of the donations is tax deductible. So if you ever need a tax de- uh, deduction, this is uh, this is great. Um, that is funny. It is great. <laughs> uh, and if you do support, uh, be more now films through fractured Atlas, you immediately receive an official receipt and a federal tax exemption form. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really good way to, um, so- support us and know that your money's going towards, uh, these productions that otherwise we don't have funding for. Yeah. Kelly, what are, what are your expenses? Uh, are they all out of pocket? Yeah, as a film production company, um, there are a ton of expenses. All our film and editing equipment and the rental and time, uh, the camera equipment, um, the cost to purchase all those things, um, even just our like travel expenses, our website maintenance, the dues and subscriptions for software. Um, up until now, we've just been independently financed, except for the GoFundMe project. Uh, that we did for the Rise Come Together video. Yeah, tell me about so that. Because, oh, sorry. Tell me about that. Well, um, okay, so that was great. We, um, the Rise, okay, I used stock footage in the Rise Come Together video, and uh, I put out a rough cut that was watermarked Adobe stock. Uh, and because of fans' support and enthusiasm, they suggested that I start a GoFundMe campaign to purchase the actual stock footage and finish the video. So we did. And 100 people gave their financial support to back the project. Wow. Um, so it was 100% fan-supported. 100 people gave. And um, by the way, I haven't gotten to mailing out the rewards. I promise that's coming in, uh, I think, by June at the latest. But there's another GoFundMe campaign coming up kind of in the works, even though it's not done yet, for the Wingsuit series, which I think I mentioned. It's my next project. Um, so it's neat. a huge project. Yeah, it's a, a series of, I'm sorry, uh, inspirational micro shorts featuring members of the fish community and beyond. It's still being conceived, but it's happening. And yeah, potentially some really great incentives to donate from 
people in the community that you would recognize and love. So that's exciting, but it takes a lot of work to get it all lined up. So still working on it. Of course. Of course. So you have a YouTube channel and you have 125,000 hits on the more video um, focus. Everything's, oh, sorry. So the focus and everything's right is just about to hit 10,000 on Vimeo and rise and come together is just uh, about 10,000 with the old and new versions. Um, but you still need subscribers. So talk about that part. Yeah. Well, if, okay. So 125,000 views, or I guess if you add them all together, that's a lot. That's like 140,000 hits on these videos. Yeah. I'm, High five. I'm still shocked by it. Um, but if everyone who watched those videos would just subscribe, hit the little red subscribe button that is there on the screen of any one of those videos. And I'm talking about on YouTube and on Vimeo. Um, if you hit subscribe and if I get a thousand subscribers, YouTube, who has a production house here in uh, Playa del Rey, allows you to go use their studios to make content for yourself and for your channel. Wow. So just having access. Yeah. It's state of the art. They've got a really tremendous facility. It also then enables me to be invited to conferences and resources and events and other privileges that are given to, um, YouTube creators, uh, who have a faithful following. So, um, it just helps me out a lot. It's a good way to kind of show YouTube that, um, people are watching these videos and, and to keep those videos active, every view counts towards the viewership and every, um, yeah, because the, the focus, uh, the short film, uh, for focus and everything's right is only on Vimeo. So that also helps if people just find and go watch those things, because, um, I know they're kind of hard to find. I'm going to share them through Instagram this week as well. So, um, we'll put them in our show notes too. Mm -hmm. Say again, we'll put them in our show notes as well. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's just people watching everything, you know, all the content we put out helps so much. So, um, and people can follow you on Facebook too. Yes. Facebook. Uh, we have Facebook pages for be more now and the more project as well as be more now films. So that is where we are going to kind of keep releasing our content first. And if you subscribe to Vimeo to our channels at Vimeo or, um, God, so many social media ways to keep up with. It's a little confusing, but (laughs) for Vimeo and YouTube, you'll get notifications of new content being published on those channels. So it's almost like watching and following a TV channel. You get the, the awareness, but with Facebook too, if you will like our Facebook pages, um, that would just help us continue to grow. And then you'll get our status updates about the projects and future projects we have going on in the film content world. Does that make sense? Yeah, great. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Can I say one more thing? I just want to thank everybody. Yeah. Like I can't even begin to express my deepest gratitude for, um, the support and friendship of this community because of the encouragement and the love that has come out of, um, kind of putting these projects out there. Uh, I know we wouldn't be doing this without that support and the fans are the kindest, best, most creative, most loving and generous people that I've ever been lucky enough to get to know. Um, they're my friends. I've met them all through fish. Um, mm-hmm. I, all of this, this, this support through this band too, that we're so lucky to get to go see this has brought us all together. So, uh, the net is unbreakable and 
I know I don't have to worry about falling because we're surrounded by, this sounds so cheesy, but it's, it's true. It's not surrounded by love and light. Yes. Everything's right as we rise and come together on our soul planet. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you girl. I hear you. You've carried me through this too. This has been, you know, going into my, into my own life as well. So no killing it, doing awesome. Keep going. Thank you, Don. You too. Yay. And here we are with everyone's favorite fish game, Market Price. We're going to give you the quick rundown here. We're going to play a one-minute clip, and it is Price is Right rules, closest to the actual date without going over wins. We have Donnie playing, Nicole playing, and my main man, Christopher Cross Michael McDonald playing as well. Say hi to Chris. I'm so glad you popped in. I am too. Hey, yeah! <laughs> really gonna even it up. So our so the first song, Donnie's gonna go first, then Nicole, then Chris. All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Bring it. All right, here we go. Oh, tricky, you bastard. So I didn't start at the beginning this time. No, right? See what's the crowd doing? Get a little shred city. Because you just want to listen to it. Yeah, I'm like getting That's into it right there. It's gonna kill it right when I get into it. Yeah. Ready? I think I got it. What do you think, Donnie? I think um, 10, 13, 13. Oh, no, no, sorry. 10, 13. No, sorry. 10, 13, 11. 11, not 13. Sorry. 10, 13, 11. Mm-hmm. All right, Nicole, what do you think? So it's month, day, year? You could just do yes. month and year. But yeah. And you can pull the dink move and Don't do the one dollar or the one dollar over kind of thing, which is like just you know, if you think you're close. Nicole, what your what so tricks? Okay, shop. I'm gonna go um I don't know, like seven twelve. Seven twelve, twelve. July twelve. You need a whole date. Oh, yeah. July of 12. That's fine. Sure. July of 12. How's that? July Perfect. of 12, 12? Okay. Chrissy, what do you got for me? All right. Uh, that's clearly new fish. There's uh-huh. no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's newer than you guys were giving it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going, it sounded like a, you know, uh, an indoor venue. So very basic. Yep. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go November 17th, 2016. 
Ooh. Jenkins? You guys are all fucked. No points. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? August so- 14th, 2009. No Ooh. way. I oh, yeah, almost bro. said that. Oh, wow. I almost said nine. I knew it was early on. Whatever. Son of a bitch. They, were, they were really tight when they kind of jumped back into mm, things. No, nah, it took them a little bit, though. I knew. All right. Whatever. So, uh, zero points. Nicole, okay. you're up first. Baker, are you going to be, not, be the one to guess first next? Great. <laughs> Absolutely right. Surprise, are not all Garini. I might do that. That's next week. I'm gonna eat the shit out of it. So do you know this one, Nicole? Never heard it. Do you hoot or this song? Crap. Wait, what? To boot. Can you turn the music up a little bit more, Ryan? Yeah. Such a tease. Oh, man. So, they cut out Lama. Let's see. How about... Um, I'm not going to go for, like... Days, but I'm just gonna go for month and year. No, 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 that's not allowed. You have to do the days. I'm like, the host here, Nicole. Give me the month and year. Go ahead. I'm gonna what? go what? for what? ten. Give a day. Ninety-seven. That's not how it's played, though. Just, dude, oh, I'm new 15. here, <laughs> so whatever. Pick a number between one and thirty-one. Um, uh, one and twenty-two. There you go. Perfect. All right, crazy. Birthday, yeah, yeah. Okay. What'd what you do say, you think? Seven. Yeah. Sure. She, Ten, twenty-two, ninety-seven. I'm gonna go uh, July seventeenth, twenty twelve. I'm going uh, December twenty-eighth, nineteen ninety-eight. Donnie with the steal. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah! It was actually 8 16 2009. Oh, Ooh. I was even off Nine. by a few years, but Whoa. I still got it right. But it's Back Price is Right rules. So, yep. all right, Donnie gets the point. Way to go, Donnie. <laughs> Virtual <laughs> high five. Yeah. All right, Chris, you're up first on this next one. Get the song wrong, you should be disqualified. Right? I got it. Maybe. I got it. Fuck it. It's pretty fresh. Dancing. They're not even thinking about this song. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just dancing. I got my date. <laughs> I have to think about a date? Wait.
Okay. Uh, Lay it on me. Uh, this is, that's a tough one. Started right in the middle. I'm trying to base my guess on Trey's tone. Sound a little more muffled, which to me sounded more like the Lawn Boy days, but I think it might be newer than that. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 2012 again. We'll do. Uh, I don't know. January seventh. January seventh. <laughs> it's beginning of the Who year. Who plays that? Fuck it, right? <laughs> All right, Donnie, you're up. Don't criticize this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> May 9th, $1. May 9th, 1991. Wow, really? Five nine ninety one. All right, Nicole, really? late you on were going me. for 91. I, I went against wow. my instinct. I think you might be right. But that doesn't mean that I'm right on this. I'm not being good Nicole. for some reason. I'm going to go for Shiz Nitty. How about... <laughs> You're so <laughs> cute. <laughs> see a smile on her face. I'm going to do... Come on now. 11, and then I'm going to do 15, and the, which Which one's the 15. year and which one's the month? No, 11, 15. November 15. Oh, 11, 15. Okay. okay. And okay. then I'm going to go for, da, 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 da. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's do 95. Nicole with the oh, victory. Shit. Good job. It was 12 11 97. Nice. Very good. Johnny be good. good. Yeah. Coming at you. Went against my instincts. <laughs> All right. Way to go, Nicole. <laughs> okay. All right, Donnie, you're up first. I am. Oh, sorry. No yelling. Oh. Anyone know what song this is? 46 Days. <laughs> Good thing. Waiting for you to get it wrong. When Nicole came home. It's real tough just to do one minute. I think I got it. Baker just lost her chair. She needs to dance. Can I say my guess? Well, it's you're the first right? guess. August 1st, 2015. 8 one Okay, Nicole, you're up next. Ooh, that would be me. <laughs> you're cracking me up. <laughs> I'm going to go 15, you say? Mm -hmm. Huh. Don't go off her guess. Go no, I'm not guy. at all. I'm just staring at her. That's all. <laughs> I'm going to go 7 because I like July. Mm -hmm. I'm, the whole day thing, whatever. Whatever. Pick a number. And then I'm going to go... Seven question mark what? Thirteen. Seven question mark two thousand thirteen. Chris Christopher. Uh, I was uh, I was gonna guess just before 
Donnie's uh, her prediction. So I'm gonna have to. I'm not gonna do the one dollar trick, but I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna do the uh, one dollar over trick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to say uh, let's do November sixth, two thousand six fifteen. Eleven six fifteen. Is it Magnaball? Yes. All right, Chrissy gets the point. Yeah, it yeah. is actually September second, two thousand sixteen. Ah, Woo! very good, very right. good. High five. So, <laughs> Chrissy, you were you were right along the way. So is so, it one one one? It is one, 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 going one. into the fifth song. It's one one one. Oh shit! And Nicole, Miss it's your Vicky. guess. Man. Now they're all dancing. <laughs> We almost lost to Nicole. <laughs> Do you know what song it is, Nicole? Oh my God, yes. You better start running, motherfucker. minute stuff. Wait, can't we just dance to this a little bit longer? <laughs> this is ridiculous. All, all these songs will be in the show notes, so people uh, will be able to listen to them in their entirety. All right, so... No, wait, it's not your turn. It's Christmas. Yes, it is her is turn. It? Really? It's my turn? Oh, sorry, I was wrong. My turn? Okay. Yes. How about... Let's do March, because I like that month for some reason. Because they play so often in March, but go ahead. <laughs> Whatever, it's my birthday. birthday. Perfect. Um. <laughs> ninety-eight. Okay, March seventeenth, nineteen ninety-eight. Hey, okay. you just threw that seventeen yep, in I there. I did, Chrissy. For what do you got reason? for me? Um, it's a tough one. I didn't get to hear a lot of Trey, and that's usually what I base my guesses off. So um, there was enough of you know what you're doing. Oh, shut up! Listen <laughs> to you. Um, I'm gonna go. It sounded pretty uh, lively in the audience, so I want to say it's uh, close to the New Year's run. Um, my guess is December twenty seventh, ninety six. Twelve two seven nine six. All right, Donnie. You talked a big game. You better get Jay's it. Pretty confident. Jay's August eleventh, nineteen ninety seven. Eight eleven ninety seven. My birthday. Well, uh, Nicole wins it. That was September second, two thousand sixteen. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> you guys, good job. All would have gotten old fish, new fish, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, if, and if I suck at this. Well enough, just to let you know. That right. <laughs> I told you I suck at this. Donnie was off. The I just like most. shit talking. <laughs> <laughs> I was off by like fifteen years. He sounded kind of reserved. That's all. That's you know. That's a pity point. All I was like, right. damn. What, what was the date again? Was it indoor outdoor? Indoor outdoor show. Who the fuck knows? No, September second, two thousand sixteen. Oh yeah, 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 probably outdoor. 
All right, sorry. Yeah, that's dicks. Oh, yeah, it was dicks. Dicks. All right. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Shut up, Donnie. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Chrissy, you're up. All right, let's do it. So mean. One of my favorites. Woo! Crowd's going fucking bonkers. Yeah! You can definitely tell that I picked the list. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Listen to that audience. Okay, Christopher. Oh, man. Okay, so that audience was incredible. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to tell, you know, it, those are all soundboards, right? Not, not necessarily. necessarily. <laughs> oh, it's not. Okay. All right. Well, that changes things. Mm -hmm. um, oh, really? Do tell. Well, I mean, Whatever. The band, if that was a soundboard, <laughs> the band wouldn't, be wouldn't have been as quiet and muffled unless it was a really old recording. But if it's not that, then... It's not that old of a recording. Uh, my guess is it's a summer show. I'm going to go July 15th. Let's go 2009. 7.15.09. I seem pretty excited to have fish back. Okay. Donnie? That's interesting. What are you I'm, thinking? I'm about to go for March 9th, 09. Oh, my God. Well, you... You handcuffed yourself, but okay. I know it did. I'm just going it for it. It makes sense, though. It, it does. It does. Very Three, nine, oh, nine. I, I, just really can't, I can't remember what the Hampton shows with it when they start out, you know? I think it's at those. And shows. Nicole, ahead, what thanks. are we thinking? I don't know. I was just enjoying the show. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what they all say. One dollar. <laughs> this is where the tires make contact with the road. That is so brilliant. It's prolific. I meant to say where the rubber meets the road. But let's go. <laughs> let's get this show on the road. Okay, let's go. Um, what did you say? March 9th, 09. And what did Chris say? 7-15-09. July's whatever, 09. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, hmm. I don't even know. Let's see. How about August 09? August 09? Are you kidding me? Oh, because shit. I'm an ass. She pulls, she pulls she the, the 10,001. $10, yeah, right? That's the worst guess of all time. $1 no $1 points. Bob. You guys all suck. You Good. See, you Good. could have guessed 88 and you would have won. Baker. That's the one dollar bid. Yes. It's uh oh sorry. Or 83 or I don't know the rules. <laughs> it is August. I'm new here. Hey, it is August 9th. But it's in 2004. Oh. Ooh. Wow. I'm last Whoa. minute, Sally. That's like the opposite of what I was thinking. When was Coventry? There's no way that was Coventry. No. We no. all know that was not Coventry. No, that was yeah, yeah, not no. Coventry. <laughs> okay. Maybe uh, if they started over three times, it would have been Coventry. Donnie, you're up. All right. 
everyone know this one? Dance is always starting when I stroll the avenue Avoiding all the obstacles that terrorize my view If you are there with me I trust you to lead the way When you're not, I follow you And always go astray Say that quite a bit, don't I know, and I never really do. Every <laughs> single <laughs> time. <laughs> one point. Six twelve ninety-two. Six twelve ninety-two. She goes with. I have a question. Yes. yes. Uh, was that an acapella bass line, or was that a an effect that Mike was using? Effect. It was? Okay. I don't even know what Definitely that means. not 92 then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that means. Acapella bass line. What is Nicole? that? They were He's being all... Singing it. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It sounded like it. Huh. I don't even know if they've or, ever done that. Or he was it? using an octaver effect pedal on his bass. Hmm. All right. It, Quiet down. Nicole, what's your guess? <laughs> 2000... <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Be gentle on us. Be gentle on us, Don't you jaded vets. tear her apart. <laughs> she doesn't belong doing that. I don't, but I'm still going to play. Um, how about... The longest guesses ever. Yes. <laughs> that would be me. The longest guesses ever. You're welcome. Um, how about... May. Five. Sure. And that was the number of the month. Two thousand and nine. May fifth, two thousand nine? Yes. Sure. Okay. All right. Crazy. I'm gonna go uh June fifth, two thousand ten. Six five ten. Well, Donnie with the points. Yes. Yay! Was I even close though? Oh, that would be, oh yeah, you yeah. were, uh, it was, the actual date was July 23rd, 1993. All Woo! right, there you go. So yeah, you're, almost, you're almost right on, except you're a year early. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> all good, all good. That's so pretty good. good. What is the, what's the score now? Oh, Donnie has two points, Nicole has two points, Chris oh, has one boy. point. Oh. And there's three <laughs> songs remaining. All right. Ooh. I, I've just, I've been hustling. Chrissy's guess. No, just kidding. It's Nicole's guess. Do you know this one? I'm getting back on the train, motherfucker. <laughs> I like Scooby-Doo had this on there. <laughs> I like watching it with my kids one day. They can't stop dancing. <laughs> That's why they don't comment. <laughs> I never just dance. Wait, am I supposed to talk and not dance? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. We get shifts to shows, right? We're not supposed to talk. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Ryan. Oh, now they're dancing with each other. I like the commentator. Don't worry, it's only a minute. 
Alright, Nicole, what do you got for oh, me? No, that's right. Oh, it's me? It's Miss Biggity. Oh, yay. Uh, I'm going to go with... <laughs> Take forever. It's almost like you don't know me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to go with, like... Why don't we say... Hmm, 10. 17. Let's see. Hmm. Now for the. I know. This is the big one. Are you ready for this? Yes. 13. Okay. That's all I got. That's a good guess. Chrissy. Christopher Cross. Uh, Michael McDonald. I'm going to go a little later than you, which just seems to get me in trouble. So I don't know why I keep doing that. But uh, I'm going to go November 6th, 2014. Eleven six fourteen. Okay, Donnie. Eight one sixteen. Ooh, even later. Eight one sixteen. You are way too fast. Mm. Well, I mean, I had two zero points. Uh, that would be July seventh, two thousand thirteen. Oh wow! What? Who Nicole was, was closest, but Yay! you you were too late. Oh, oh. okay. Zero points. So I'm Goodness. feeling pretty zero good about points. that. Zero points. <laughs> zero. Market zero. Market zero. Christopher, you're up. You need to, you need to get both these right. Yeah, I'm aware. I think this is like my second favorite. I was going to say, is anybody surprised that Jason's playing this? Um, No. Trey Trey sounded especially dirty. (laughs) Christopher, you're up. That's a tough one because I I was thinking the same thing as you where it sounded expecting. I was expecting like that tinny Trey voice that comes in like 88 or whatever. Yeah, some like musk to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Shucks. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, April fifth, oh nine. Four five oh nine. Okay, Donnie, what do you got? May first, ninety three. Five one ninety three. Huh? It's a guitar sound. Nicole, what are you thinking? Not quite easy. <laughs> I'm thinking I really enjoyed that shit. <laughs> So I'm thinking I just want to keep dancing. <laughs> Why is it ending? That's what I want to know. Um, how about seven? Something. Seven question mark. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because I like that question mark. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. You know me. <laughs> the law's the. I mean, the year's the most important part. Yeah. Right. Ninety-five. Ooh. 
Nicole Baker ah! with the point. Good job, Biggity. What, what, was, what it? was it? It was uh, 8496. All right. <laughs> Who's your girl? Right here. Biggity, Biggity. I'm so a girl. Just in, saying. We're going into the last song. <laughs> Nicole has three points. Donnie has two points. <gasps> yeah. Chris has one point. We're going to what the last song? Mind you, I suck at this. Song. Oh goodness. <laughs> okay. So if at Don- this point I'm here for defense so Donnie doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really screwed up. Chris. Yeah, God damn it. I was consistently off by like five years after yeah, one of my guesses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this Donnie, you get to guess first. Yay! Yay! Okay. Better get this right, baby. I think I, I think I'm ready. I don't remember the exact date, but I'm gonna go for the Worcester show. So I'm gonna go June first, two thousand twelve. June first, two thousand twelve. I know that's not the exact day. I just don't remember. That's what I'm going for. I don't know. Trey was Biggity missing bake. left and right. Mm. Wait, it's that. me next? I heard the harmony. Off. Yes, it's you next. Like, All right. Ah! I am going to go for it. Wait, what year is this? 18? Right now? Right now? We're in 18. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for... 2019. Like, how about... Eight? No. I'm going to go for... <laughs> no, I'm going to go for 12... 15 and pick a fucking day. I don't care. What? No. What? Give me the year. 15, dude. Oh, 12 15. Or 15. 15. Okay. 15. 12 question mark 15. Yes. Okay. The question mark is always in the middle Got because it. I December don't pick a December 15. Day. Chrissy. Yeah. Lay it on me. Uh, I'm going earlier. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go April 5th of 2004. Nicole wins. She gets the yeah! point. Good job, Baker. Good job. It was job. Uh, July 10th, 2016. Jeez, I knew it. Yeah! <laughs> See? Some people got, I, I'm terrible at that. And I think I'm Oh my God. Nicole that. gets four points. Donnie gets two points. Christopher barely got a point. <laughs> I'd rather have zero. <laughs> I'd rather have zero. Yeah, big old character zero. <laughs> right, big old character, character zero, zero, motherfucker. And right character there. one. <laughs> and that's it, folks. Nicole takes home this second Yay! edition. The bag of jewels. The bag of jewels. Of Market oh, Price. I'm holding it right here. All Eventually, right. there's right going to be a Plinko board and Plinko chips mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. But oh, for just, day, yeah. For you today. Look out for curveball. It's I'll just throw bragging, you a right. curve. You know what I mean? <laughs> right here. All right. Thank you. God bless. See you next week.
rigged. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for yet another uh, series of Market Price. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for the whole episode we hope it was a long one but we had a lot to say and there's a lot of great things to cover uh we want to thank kelly d morris for being with us for her interview and her amazing work that she's doing with the fish community podcast so much fun yes definitely we thank all the fields nicole baker for stopping by hey she's kind of a famous uh fish girl too oh whatever she wears tutu she's kind of a unicorn it's glorious <laughs> <laughs> so many sparkles <laughs> and my husband jason who stepped out for just a second and christopher cross michael mcdonald for stopping by and of course i just want to say thank you so much uh tom marshall and rj for including me in on the osiris pod uh well the osiris family network and um to please check out any of the others uh podcasts that we have on osirispod.com um it, there's so many different ones that are about culture and beer and ween and the grateful dead and some other fish ones so yeah join us on there and then um love your feedback uh once again i haven't quite gotten that um Instagram thing down, but uh, really uh, like us on Facebook and on Twitter. And if you have any ideas or feedback, please uh, reach out to us at femalecentrics. Of course, that's with the ph at gmail.com. So thank you, everybody. Peace, love. Peace.